Are you working so hard at trying to do your best at work and for everyone else in your life that you have nothing left for yourself? Do you want to be seen as a good person, a good leader, a good Christian, so you say yes to almost everything and feel guilty saying no or setting boundaries around your time? I spent most of my life trying to find my value in seeking the approval of others, achieving success in school and in my career, and trying to be whatever I thought made me pleasing to others. And guess what? I still didn't feel good enough. God changed all that for me, and I know that you can find freedom from people-pleasing and approval-seeking too. I know that you can create more time for the things that matter most without guilt and shame. You can find fulfillment outside the approval of others just as I did. God changed my life through Christian Life Coaching and planted it in my heart that I needed to honor Him by serving other women in this same way. Let me help you create more breathing room, more space in your day so that you can better hear God's leading. Go to gracefilledleader.com to learn more. That's gracefilledleader.com. Grace, G-R-A-C-E, filled, F-I-L-L-E-D, leader.com. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Grace Filled Leader podcast. And today I have a very special guest for you here on the show. Rosa, a.k.a. Rosie Alejandro, is a certified mindset coach, educator, and spiritual growth mentor. Through a Bible study routine, she helps busy Christian women find calm in the chaos. She is the creator and host of the Intentional Christian Woman podcast, a top 1.5% globally ranked podcast. Rosie believes that to find true inner peace and grow in our faith, we must connect with God daily through his word. She learned this lesson through her own spiritual walk when in 2008 she drifted from her faith because she started believing the enemy's lies and slowly allowed the world's worries to choke out her faith and her motivation to be in God's word. By God's grace, her faith was restored in 2012 and since then she has developed effective Bible study routines that help her stay in close connection with God. She believes it is possible to connect with God every day through Bible study, even when time is limited. Welcome to the Grace-Filled Leader Podcast. Do you want better work-life balance? Do you get stuck in patterns of perfectionism and people-pleasing? Have you always been an overachiever but never really felt good enough, no matter how much outward success you achieve? Do you want more time for the things that matter most? Well, you are in the right place. Here on the Grace-Filled Leader Podcast, we focus on spirit-driven success and share the secrets to having better work-life balance as a busy woman in leadership. Here you will learn how to set boundaries like a boss, find peace of mind, and reclaim your time for the things that matter most. Hi, I'm Tanya, a wife, mom, leader, and certified Christian life coach. For most of my life, I tried to find worthiness through achievement. I spent decades people-pleasing and pouring myself into my work. I was looking for my value through the approval of others. This led me to feel burned out, empty, and exhausted. 
I had no time or energy for myself or my family. I realized that I was wasting time and energy looking for validation in all the wrong places. But my life changed when I finally surrendered and God showed me a different way. It is my mission to help you start living the abundant life God has for you. If you're ready to become fueled by grace and find freedom from people-pleasing, if you're ready to multiply your time and impact as a Christian woman in leadership, this podcast is for you. Roll up your sleeves, sister friends. It's time to get after it. Hello, Rosie. Welcome to the show. Hi, Tanya. It's good to see you again. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's, I'm delighted to have you back here. So if you wouldn't mind starting us out, I don't know how many of our listeners are familiar with you and the work that you do in your show. Can you tell us about who you are and who you serve? Absolutely. So I'm Rosie. You can call me Rosie. My name is Rose Alejandro, but you can call me Rosie. And I am, I've been an educator in the public school system for almost 17 years. I also did a little private tutoring business on the side for a few years as well. And um, the last few years I've been coaching, but more recently, my coaching pivoted in a little bit of a different direction as I got more clear on my calling recently. Uh, and so now I actually have, well, let's, I'll tell you about my podcast. My podcast, I, had, I do have a podcast that I've had for almost three years. And in that podcast is called The Intentional Christian Woman where I help busy Christian women find calm in the chaos through a Bible study routine. And that's what I do. So I help women, especially busy women. And I, and like right nowadays, what women isn't busy, right? We're all very busy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. I mean, that's just life, you know, especially now with everything going on, all the distractions and whatnot. And so what I do is I help them create a Bible study routine based on their time, their availability, what works for them. It's a very unique process where I coach them through, like, I basically hear them out. I coach them through like, okay, so this is what can work for you. This is what your individual need is. And, and then so that they can get the result that they want, which basically usually ends up being calm in the chaos because escaping that time, escaping the chaos or starting the day, either in the middle of the day, starting the day or in the end of the day, you have a busy life. And so when you have that time with God, when the women that I, that I speak to and, and I've helped, have that time with God every day, it creates this, this sort of um, not just a connection with God, but the connection is really what brings you that peace that you want. So I love doing that because it happens to me all the time. And I'm not perfect by any means. But I have learned um, to not perfect it per se, but to just make it consistent. And some days even I would say persistent because consistent is not always possible, but persistency is. And so I really feel like every single woman can be persistent in their Bible study routine. Oh, I love that. I love because so many, well, several factors, you said lots of ding, ding words. We are busy Mm -hmm. women. And I know like me and my listeners, you're a full-time working professional besides a mom, besides a coach, besides a podcaster. So really finding a way to help women make time for God in a way that works with their busy lives to get them centered. And then also that it doesn't need to be perfect. I think sometimes, especially when you're new in your journey, we get this idea that time with God has to be perfect and scripted. And, you know, and sometimes just that intimidation can can delay us in developing that habit. So can you share a bit about 
your journey in what got you to doing this purpose work in helping other women to develop that Bible study routine? Absolutely. So to make the long story short, but hopefully powerful, I'll start where I was married before. So this is my second marriage and I'm very happily married for seven years so far, yeah. almost seven years. Yay. <laughs> um, I am a mom of, of, I didn't mention that, but I'm a mom of three children, 20, 16 and of my new marriage, uh, she's four and a half. And what happened was that back a long time ago, I, in my first marriage, I was, I got married as a Christian woman to a Christian man, did it the right way, waited, all that stuff, like did everything. And we were pretty happy. Um, but what happened was he started struggling in his faith and he eventually left the church and he eventually left his faith, even just questioning the existence of God and all that. Mm. So I still stuck around for almost another year, but it it was very exhausting and very tiring. I was a brand new mom of my second child. So that got really hard. Um, there was a lot going on. I was taking, so this is where overwhelm kicks in and can really kick you in the butt when, when you're not <laughs> careful and can really, yeah, unfortunately yeah. take you away from your relationship with God. So this is what happened. Um, I was taking an extra class, like for towards a graduate degree, I was, uh, I just had my baby boy. I literally just transitioned from social work to teaching that same year, that same quarter. And, and my husband at the time was struggling. So I, it was crazy. And, and, and it was just like, oh my goodness. Like, what was I thinking? I even signed up for the second class after I gave birth. Like, what, (laughs) like, I'm, I'm just looking (laughs) back and I'm like, what? girl <laughs> like if I were just to tell myself I don't know what you were thinking but all of that was going on it was extremely busy on top of that my time management was horrendous I'm still working on it but it was horrendous so mind you I don't know how I got A's in the class like I just I don't know but anyway when I get hyper focused I guess I can do well but besides the point so going back now I go and and I'm I'm like okay several months pass and I just start kind of giving up on my faith, not my faith in God per se, but my prayer life um, that started, well, actually what went first was my reading of the word. So I used to do my Bible study every day. I, since I became a Christian, I've practically never failed a day. Uh, And then I started praying less. And then here's the thing. I started attending church less and less church meetings Mm -hmm. and connecting with the friends that I had and all that. So I started distancing myself. All of that was a, a bad combination. And eventually I just stopped attending and I was still married. I thought I was okay for another two years. We were okay. Uh, but then one day he um, almost out of nowhere, I mean, I kind of saw something's coming, but almost out of nowhere, just kind of said, I, I don't want to be married anymore. And so that mm-hmm. was really a tough time. Yeah. Now I, now that's, that's just, I say that part because, um, you know, I think I, I know I would have handled things differently if I was in a relationship with God, if I hadn't been strayed, like I did not go to God. I only prayed because sometimes because I was in desperate, like I'm crying and I feel hurt, but I really didn't go to God first. And so, and I didn't go to the word for strength. And all of that taught me that, you know, the Bible was the very thing always and prayer too, of course that really connected me with God, really helped me find, have peace, find peace, be content, be joyful. Um, you know, I look back and I'm like, man, I would have definitely made some different decisions. I probably would have fought a little harder than I did, like for my marriage. Uh, I, I just, I, I was just in such a worldly uh, situation in such a worldly state. 
And so that that's kind of what happened. So over the years, as I got, well, I, my faith was restored in 2012. Thank God. Mm-hmm. And um, I started reading the Bible again. I remember the moment that, that it happened. I, I, God just humbled me. <laughs> I mean, he just, it was so great because someone made a comment. I have to say this part. Someone made a comment um, and it was a joke, like a friend of mine, like, but it was about how I was living. And, and then all of a sudden it's like, I had a mirror in my face and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. uh, what? Like, I never thought I'd become this woman, but I did. And so I went home that day. I remember after that conversation, I went home, I got on my knees. I started crying. I just, I just wanted to get home to just weep because I felt so like broken, like, mm-hmm. God, what have I been doing? Like you're, you've been here for four years. I was away. And for those four years, God was always with me. He never leaves you, but right. I was away from him. I did not want to be in touch with him. And so from that moment, right after that, I got up, I said, I'm going to return to church. I'm going to get strength. I'm going to find my sisters are going to help me get strong again. And I'm going to get in my Bible immediately. I was looking for I immediately, I was looking for my Bible, but I couldn't find it. So I, 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 I think, no, actually I did. I ended up finding it. I was like, where is my Bible? And I went to, I believe it was Matthew. And I just started reading the gospels and I started reading the red letters of Jesus. And I was like, I need Jesus right now. I need yep. Jesus. <laughs> and it was like, so fulfilling. I told my sister about it. I was just like, she was so happy for me. Like it was such a moment from then on. I never looked back and I redeveloped my Bible study routine and now it's like gotten even better because there's a lot of new things that I've learned about how I even as I've gotten more busy in my life, how to do things, you know, even just when you have a little bit of time to still feel connected with with God and, and Jesus. So that's how over time I've, de- I've developed that. And that's kind of like wh- why I'm doing what I'm doing. I want to help women, especially the ones that feel very overwhelmed. Um you know, to know that there's, a, there's a way to still connect with God, you can still do it. And you don't have to feel guilty if it's not perfect. It doesn't have to be perfect. God, God is not expecting perfection. That's why he sent Jesus. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. There's only one perfect human to walk the planet, right? Exactly. And he died for your sins and my sins. And wa- our sins are washed away every day. So no reason to feel guilty. That's the enemy's voice right there. Amen. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. So I love this because number one you talk about kind of going through that drive spell but then i hear you saying just surrendering you be, you were broken surrendering seeking the lord i think a lot of the people listening um number one they're busy professional women like you said like like i tend to be like you have a history of get easily overwhelmed or anxious about all the to-dos mm-hmm. And either maybe haven't developed a routine or they've, they're in a dry spell and maybe don't even have the desire. Um, you, you mentioned some basic tips you have for that busy woman that even when it's not big hunks of time that you have, that you have a way to help women develop a Bible study. Sorry, I'm going all kinds of different directions okay, with this. Okay. <laughs> and I know that I know that the women listening, like they so desperately want peace in their lives. And Mm -hmm. you and I both know where that peace has to come from. And that's with deep connection with the Lord. Um, But maybe they don't really know where to start or start again. Listening to your story, I know that you can relate to being in a place similar to that. So what, what would you tell that woman that's stuck and doesn't know where to start or where to start again? Okay, so I'm going to speak to two things here. So first of all, 
the one there's there's the woman that uh I'll I'll speak to you first the, the woman that feels not as motivated right mm-hmm. um there's usually in my experience two reasons for that it's either you're driven by guilt or you're driven by ingratitude mm-hmm. now I'll talk about the first part guilt is the enemy's lying to you and you're believing his lies yeah. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to do anything perfectly. There is no one right way. To connect with God, there are many, many, many ways. Now, Bible study routine doesn't just mean get into your Bible and read it like chapter to chapter every day. Mm-hmm. That's great. I do that. That's a part of what I do, but I kind of vary it too. So know that it doesn't have to be perfect. And if there's any guilt weighing you down, pray. Ask God to show you the truth, which is found, by the way, in the scripture. The, mm-hmm. the most the, the most obvious and easy way to find the truth is in the scripture. Yes. Of course, the Holy Spirit speaks truth as well to us and through others as well, through others that are speaking through the Holy Spirit. But, you know, always in the word. Now, the other reason is ingratitude. Now, I don't know if you'll like this answer, but <laughs> I will say... I lost my gratitude that time that I was going through what I was going through. I was focusing on the bad and I forgot what Jesus did for me. I forgot Mm -hmm. what he pulled me away from, what he saved me from. I was 18 years old when I was, when I was, um, when my, when I came to faith and I was 18 years old and I was saved. I was baptized. It was the best day of my life to this day. And I was young. Um, and I got, I got forgiven for so many things, including, including things that I would, I mean, even just later in life, I'm like, oh my gosh, like as a young person, I never thought that was a big deal. But Mm -hmm. later you're like, oh my goodness, that Christ is really like so merciful, you know, he really has pulled it. And so often we forget what we have been saved from. So if you are a woman of faith listening and you have been saved, you know, you've been saved, you're a daughter of God know that the devil's always trying to lie he's always trying to make you forget where you you know where you were and where you are now and you're not in a nobody's in a perfect place but look you're saved and you're in god's presence and god is with you all the time so remember that and a little practical i will give you is something that i do is at least once a month and i would say more often especially if you're really in this place right now maybe once a week Take time to, if you can, get on your knees, if not, fall on your face on the floor and lie down, prostrate. And I'm telling you, posture is very important, even if it's on your bed, it doesn't have to be on the floor. And just thank God for saving you. And try to remember where you were before, not to stay, have a pity party about all the things you did or remember all the dark places. You don't have to remember all the dark places, but no, just try to reflect that because that is very important. If it helps you journal, do that too. But I would say that's one as far as your desire. Your desire mm-hmm. will come back for Christ when you are not listening to the enemy's lies to make you feel guilty and when you're living in gratitude. Not perfectly, but when you remember where you're saved from. That's yes. one to speak to the women's uh, motivation. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want me to talk about time yet. Do you want me to talk about time or what would you like? Wherever wherever you think it, okay. it needs to lead. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Awesome. So um, I want to give some practicals because I know that 
there, first of all, there's stages in our lives and seasons that we go through. So we may have like we may become well become a mom. I, I'm you know I become I became a mom three different times, and all three were C-sections. Mm-hmm. They were a recovery that was not easy. Um, and so I remember just being like, I gotta adjust my Bible study. Like it, it can't be the same. It just can't. So night and day, right from my second child when when I was going through all that to my third child now. Um, I figured out a way that could work. still connecting with God. So there are, so when you become a new mom, you can have like a certain adjustment and still connect and still even read your scriptures, like in less than five minutes that you can do it and still feel like you're growing, you know, in your faith. Um, you'll have seasons where you might be caring for a parent, your loved one. You'll have season where you're grieving something, anything mm-hmm. it could be a death. It could be a health situation. It could be anything, a, a loss of a relationship, you know? So We'll have different seasons, but in all that, there is always a way. There's pivots, there's transitions, there's there's things we can do to pivot. There's things we can do to adjust that. And that's why I think it's very personalized. What I, I really try to personalize my time, you know, as a coach, uh, what can work for the woman in her time right now, because everybody's different. So yeah. I, I just want you to know that there's always a way. So a quick tip, for example. Okay, you can like literally if you're like, I don't even read anything any day. I don't even listen to the Bible, but I do believe in God and I do love God. Okay, so, for example, you can start with something that I used to do. Like I have I paused this for a little while, but because I was doing this as a sort of like a pre Bible study thing. But you can do it as just the thing you do for now is you can like just find a verse or go into like one of those Bible apps. Bible Gateway is great. And just read the verse of the day mm-hmm. and just say a quick prayer. Like literally, it takes less than two minutes. If that's where you need to start, that's okay. You're getting God's word in your ear, in your mind. Like the yes. more God's word you get, the less you hear the enemy's voice, you know, because yes. that's that's God's voice, you know, driving away the enemy's voice. So if you can get one verse, if you can even maybe try to memorize it throughout the day, if that's what you do, great. That's more, that's sometimes more than even what I do. Cause I'm like, I don't always memorize verses. Yeah. That's all you can do. You write on a little post-it note. That's what you put on your car that, and, and while you're not while you're driving but at the red lights or whatever, fine. You know, that's it. You can do one of those, like to get started, you can do one of those you know, um, made for you devotionals. There's nothing wrong with that if you just need to get started. So I teach you how to have deeper Bible study too, but you you may not be there right now. That's okay. Yeah. You will get there. You know, it, it goes in stages, but that's what I recommend. You know, it's funny right now, I, my community and I were doing a, a Bible gateway plan and I, I haven't done one in a while. So I found one. I was like, I want to do a study with the women, but what's like a good way that we can all kind of, and I found one and it's really great because it takes literally less than 10 minutes, even to write the notes down and everything. And it's called declutter now, by the way, I love, I love this study because it's like declutter your life, but like look at scriptures that talk about it and coming into the new year as we're recording this in December. But it's just like, I, I've paused my like, deep Bible study for now to like do this 30 day devotional. And that's okay. Yeah. Cause I'm doing it in a community and we're all talking about it each week and we're looking at each other's notes and it's great. It's wonderful. That's okay. Like there's no one way you understand. So like, don't think that you have to have a perfect routine, but you do have to have a routine that is for sure. Yes. And the routine develops over time, you know, it becomes a habit after a while. 
And habits are wonderful things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I, I used to cringe at the word habit when I was like younger. I was like, ah, oh, that's so boring because I, I have ADHD. So I'm like, oh, like <laughs> I just do what I want to do. But <laughs> no, no, habits are good, especially a habit that brings you to, close to God. So I, I don't know if that helps. Hopefully that helps a little bit. Okay, friends, I'm going to stop us here for today, but don't worry. We'll be back tomorrow to finish my conversation with Rosie Alejandro, host of the Intentional Christian Woman podcast. I pray this episode blessed you, spoke to you, or encouraged you in some way. If so, please share it with a friend and head on over to Apple Podcasts to leave me a review. That's the only way for me to know if you're enjoying the show. Nothing blesses me more than to hear from you. Also, come on over to our free Facebook community. This is a great place for us to support one another on our faith and leadership journeys. You can find the link to the group in the show notes or go to gracefieldleader.com forward slash community. If you have questions or content ideas for the show, please send me a message on SpeakPipe or via email. Go to gracefilledleader.com forward slash contact and leave a written or voice recorded message. I would love to know how I can best serve you on the podcast. Now to him who can do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Ephesians 3 verse 20. Until next time, my friends, God bless.